We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, 10 months, and 21 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Ned. It is time for the exclusive. How are you? Feeling exclusive. I should hope so. This is your day to, to let it all my just e my, let it all my evening to spit. Yes. Not peanuts. Yeah. Not peanuts. I don't I eat resist. peanuts anyway. I could not resist. I don't do those, peanuts. Yeah, yeah. Cashews, those that heard the prep peanuts. session. Yeah, those that heard the prep session understand exactly what we're talking about. Either there. Ah, uh, yes. Marty will be here in the prep session. I'm sure he will. Oh, he Please will. Do. Yes, yes, and he will be. Uh, he will be sending messages post haste if he has not done so already. <laughs> Splitting peanuts. Yeah, that's taking on a new meaning. <laughs> uh, sorry, Marty. Nothing personal, mate. But like, right, where would we? You, know you love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> where Where would we like to begin this evening? The UK. I want to have a spit all over the UK. Okay. Uh, did Did you want to comment on the uh, the clip I played yesterday with uh, no. Bridgeton and, and Sunak? Sunak's a cheesehead. Putting his rubber stamp on that. <laughs> Sunak is a total moron putting his rubber stamp on to openly say the COVID vaccine is safe. Does he mean it's safe as a biological weapon? Really good at it? <laughs> it could be, yeah. Or what? I didn't I didn't see the follow-up of that actually, but um I should have had a look. But either way, no. The, the, whatever small bit of credibility that man may have had just fell straight out of him. But that's going to create its own problem anyway. But one of the things that annoyed me is the IMF are starting to try to dictate to the UK again. That really annoys me. Curb your borrowing. Well, since the IMF probably put curb the world... Your curb your borrowing. Hold on a second. <laughs> They're the ones that go around shelling out free cash to everybody and with <laughs> with uh, ridiculous amounts of interest saying, um, we're the only lender you yeah, can get yeah, yeah. to. So, Come um, to us. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll help you out. Don't worry about that. Oh, by the way, um, we're going to need you to sign over your entire country while you're at it. Oh, yeah, but it's not just that. They tell you to curb your borrowing, and then they tell you, continue your focus, and this should be on three things. Health... Yes, tick. Education. Yes, I agree with that tick. Climate change. No. Bollocks. Go away. Climate hack. No. Because that's saying, we'll lend you money, then you put it back into our pockets via the corporation, etc., etc., etc. Because the climate change rubbish is just pathetic. And they they come out with, at the moment, the, fa the most wonderful saying they've got is the path to physical consolidation. Go away. We need physical Buffers. Oh, God. 
And if I don't need like physical, them. I'll tell you what would be a nice physical buffer to get. If we got rid of the climate hacks, then we wouldn't lose all that money. That's true. You We'd wouldn't be plenty. funneling it into. Yeah, you wouldn't be funneling it into those. Um, they call them schemes, but I call them scams. But I, I agree. We should concentrate on our health by getting rid of all these bogey vaccines. Because I'll tell you what, they're not well, good. That and why do we ignore public health or public campaigns to promote healthy lifestyles and offer healthy choices yeah. in? The only in way to a longer life is. You don't really need, well, unless you're, well, there's going to be a lot of it, but unless you're born disabled or born hindered by something, yeah, and you need medication from the first start, you have a chance in life to work your way healthily to an old age with the less medication you need. Think about it. You're at a stage now where we've got generations that went through wars and everything that lived a long life. How come the generations after that period aren't quite living that long. You've got to question this yourself, you know, because we've become a medically dependent world population, really. You have. Well, we do. And the worst part is, is we're actually, because of the, the way of things these days and the way the business deals have gone, we're medically dependent, not only as a society, but we are medically dependent on drugs that we largely get from, guess where? China. Oh, yeah. Which is even Definitely. bigger. Like that's an even bigger problem. Oh yeah. So if they want to turn all that stuff off, the the APIs, the active pharmaceutical ingredients, if they want to turn that stuff off, guess what's going to happen to the pharmaceutical industries here and the people that that are dependent on them? Yeah, well, with a bit of luck, they'll they'll wean themselves off them. But okay, I don't mean that in a bad way. There are people that need it. We're we're in a really bad place. I mean, saying that, talking about a bad place. Why is Biden going to be talking to Xi about fentanyl? Is he actually going to accuse him of having it shipped into the U.S. as the Congress? I don't know about accusing it, but um, he'll probably talk to him about reducing the amount shipped in or something. You know, you might need a bigger cut. Yeah. Uh, By the way, could you stop shipping deadly drugs into our country, (laughs) uh, waging biological and chemical (laughs) warfare against us? Could you stop doing that? We we really appreciate that. Oh, do you need another pathway? (laughs) Yeah. You need to be coming in out of Canada. I'm sure Trudeau would be happy to, to oblige. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently our population, we're going to have a population surge, surge by 2026 in the UK. That's going up to 70 million, apparently. And you know uh, what that's, you, that, that's, a, due, that's due to everything coming across our borders. I was getting ready to year. say, that's coming across the uh, the port there, and or excuse me, the port, the uh, the channel is what that is. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be looking into, because a lot of, you know, we've got so many newspapers, but if you actually go into, and it's really worrying, because you go into the financial papers and the financial side of things, they actually talk bluntly and honestly about some things, and I find that disturbingly cold. Because, I mean, and I'll tell you, well, well I, I think I mentioned something in prep, but I'll say it openly. Well, I'll tell you what, if Sunak goes out and the Labour Party gets in, our shadow, shadow Chancellor, because you know that's the opposition party, uh, Rachel Reeves, has pledged to back the financial services. And what does that mean? She said we should embrace AI and promote green finance by $28 billion a year. $28 billion, is that all? Right. So people, if you get the Labour Party in, their chancellor is going to want to put 28 billion into green finance a year. And I'm telling you what, that's not a good thing. That is not a good thing. Uh, There's financial services meeting. Yeah. And she's going to have a meeting with some names like Shell. Okay, I get that. AstraZeneca, Google, Airbus, Goldman Sachs. You start going down this list and it's the usual 
suspects. So she's putting her boot in the camps already. She's already in there. They're lining up. So if the conservatives go out, you've got your puppet in there already. Yeah, so it's one puppet for another. So I really, it's just not good. It's not looking good here at the moment. Um, yeah, I had a look into a, a brief look. Because I, I, there was a, a mention of um, businesses. And because there's such a thing called an insolvency service in this country, which keeps uh, a note of um, fraud corporate fraud and stuff like that and you know like um you actually monitor corporate fraud yeah must be a full-time job oh well the, the, i wanted to see who because there's a big thing they were following it and because what happened in the last five years so much money was thrown at um businesses to do with covid and there was loads of people that didn't need money support money and took it yeah we talked about the yeah. millions that were just squandered by by certain people yeah that didn't even need it so this of the 1200 plus company directors disqualified between 2022 that's april 2022 sorry and june 2023 more than half were involved in the covid19 funds uh fraud yeah and this support scheme had a tally of five billion and the recovery rate is in the millions. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. So some people kept some money. <laughs> Just like that bloke that sold his stuff to China. Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. I didn't tell you this. I was in uh, a shop today and I, I just need to pick up a few things. It was one of those those shops where you get like, uh, it's like just odds and ends. It's it's, it's like, it's not a pharmacy, but it's got, it, it's like a convenience store, but it's not a supermarket kind of thing. It's got a bit of everything. Yeah. Just a, well, it kind of, but it's, it's like cosmetics and dental care stuff and you can get some various yeah, like man. vitamins and stuff like that yeah that, that kind of stuff one of those shops where you can just so you get, got like, yourself some makeup a new hairbrush uh yeah yeah i did as a matter of fact you see how much hair i've got that i have to brush you're doing well yeah but as i'm at the uh the checkout counter i look over and i see covid tests rapid covid tests right there on the, i'm serious they, they had like a, a, a display Free with right every there. item you buy <laughs> no 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 you could only buy you could buy them one at a time they were 9.95 each okay and what? I picked one up. Yeah, I know. I know. I picked one up and I looked at it and I'm like, interesting. Where's this made? <laughs> and I flipped it oh, over. Xinjiang, China. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, yeah, Zhangzhou, China or whatever. It was that. That's where it was. So does anybody not understand that like the tests, the masks, the... They're all invalid, all the, useless. Well, they're all useless, but more than the fact, look where it comes from. Yeah. And actually it promotes a positive, a false positive and... Yes. Well... And then if you want to take the vaccine, you become... You become the false boss. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's just ridiculous. In fact, no, you become like a magnet to iron as a as you become actually to COVID. You will become positive and that will cause problems. But anyway, let's have a go at Europe. Oh, Rainer Formic, yeah? His trial started at the last day of last month. They've finally taken him to court. Finally. So this is so after they, he got they arrested. Kidnapped him the from, they kidnapped Mexico. him from Mexico Yeah, and kept him in Germany, and now he's uh, he's gone to court. Um, don't know how that's going to pan out. Um, let's have a look. Robert Fico, Slovakian um, prime minister. He's opening an investigation. This is a wonderful heading. He opened an investigation into the COVID-19 crisis. And he chose, and this is what got me, because the headline said, an anti-vaxxer to lead the investigation. So there's a Dr. Kotler. He's been appointed government official proxy to lead the, investi the inquiry. So, well on, mate. 
he's not happy about what's been going on in his country. And Europe. Ah, yes. Yes. This is democracy at work, people. Now, obviously, some people look at Hungary and I think as far as the US are concerned, they're um, a Putin sympathizer, I think. I would say that's accurate, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. So you wouldn't be... So basically, you wouldn't be surprised when they vetoed... Well, they vetoed the... um, 50 billion aid to Ukraine in December yeah. over the next four years, yeah? So, but then Europe openly made a statement. This was a few days ago. It said, if he fails to back down, Brussels is putting a package together to undermine Hungary's economy. Now, irrespective, you're part of a group, yeah? And you have the right to veto things and stuff like that if you don't agree with it. But if you supposedly. don't agree with it... Supposedly. But if you don't agree with it, right, they're going to go and mess with your economy. So basically, which actually proves, because he actually said previously, the EU funding is used for political blackmail. Yeah, you did get that right. right? And this is because that, that, that was uh, Viktor Orban, Hungary's prime minister, because he vetoed that package in December. So the EU members were to meet, and this is where I first saw it a few days ago, to see if they want to freeze funding to Hungary. I mean, where's the rule of law in that? If you don't agree with us, well, there is there isn't any now. Now it's just they're they're holding them hostage. This is the same thing with um, uh, when you had countries that were supposedly ratifying the um, uh, the Lisbon Treaty to join the EU. When countries would be approached, they would say, "No, sorry, we're not interested. We're, we don't want to do this." And so the countries would then be given a talking to. The people would be removed, and they would be made to vote again. Yeah. It was. It's the same thing or the same concept. That's that's gone on for I don't know how long. And then yeah. democracy at work. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. It's it's never. Oh, been by the that. way, a few days later, it looks like the um, money might be going through. I'm sure it will. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I'm sure it will. But as far well, as I tell you what, the Hungary, EU has done. You know the farmers you were talking about. I wanted yeah. to see another yeah. thing. Right, Ukraine. Yeah. Right. They've lifted tariffs on Ukraine. You know, like they put tariffs between countries for food products and things. Yeah. Well, there's none on Ukraine. So they're shipping yes. cheap stuff in from Ukraine, which is well, affecting the farmers in Europe. They were. They were. I'll, t- I'll tell you a little backstory on this. They were doing that. But the Polish truck drivers, okay, because that's where they were coming across. There's a there's a, uh, a border crossing in a place called Dorohusk that's on the uh, the eastern part of the, um, uh, well, the they've, country. They've backed down slightly, but not enough. Well, that border crossing is still closed. They've had yeah. that blockaded for it's going on two months now, and our media hasn't talked about it. Not at all. Yeah, but this is what it's now, about. Yeah, it is about that. And and now it, it has nothing to do with whatever the conflict or anything in there is. It has to do no. with what you're talking about. That's something different. Uh, the, the Polish... Uh, truck drivers are pissed off because of the uh, the zero tariff and the Ukrainian goods coming in and is putting the uh, the Polish truck drivers or lorry drivers and their suppliers out of business because they can't yep. compete with it. Now the exactly. farmers, yeah. Now the farm, the Polish farmers are actually going this week to shut down. I read yesterday to shut down the rest of the border crossings that the truckers cannot get to. And the EU have trying to meet them halfway and saying, okay, we're going to leave this on zero tariff for Ukraine to a certain quota, and then they'll have to pay tariffs after that. And they're going to try that next. It's not an EU country. So why is there not a tariff? Exactly. Exactly. It's not an EU country. I, I'm not. I'm not yeah, taking well, I, 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 here. Yeah, the thing is, it has to be put out there to say once again, the Ukraine seems to be a funneling way of messing things up. Okay, 
Pood, remember back in the early days where you, me, and Marty sat down and we went, right, what are the bets and who's going to say where Putin goes and everybody's going to... And I went, he's not going to go as far as the river uh, and definitely not cross it. And I got that right because it was a setup as far as I'm concerned. The whole thing was a setup. I don't think they can make it across the river. <laughs> I think they've tried, but I don't think they can. No, no, irrespective, there was that was never going to happen. And that was a bit of foresight. And I thought, am I going to eat my words? No, I'm not. Well, I Because basically, Europe, the, the US, the West are just using Ukraine as a way of twisting things and making it hard for the people. Well, it's a it's a it's a wedge that's being used by both sides, to be fair. It's a scissor strategy. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. But what do you it's think? been used against you know, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. What but do you it's think been used against why would you have zero tariff? Well that's Ask because you, that. Well, that's because you're using it as a political as political leverage. That's why you're doing it. Against Against the EU. Yeah. Against, against your yourself, yeah. your own people. Yeah. That's what but I'm saying. These are the same people, in my opinion, the same people, according to the research that I've done, these are the same people that are compromised that are in our positions of power. So why wouldn't they do it? But the thing's, okay, we have got so many faces, we've got so many things, but there are still those in the shadows. Yes. But yeah. nonetheless, they're all still working for the same goal. So let me ask you this. What do you think Russia's goal is Their own with Ukraine? personal goal. I think yeah, it's yeah. a bit more than... I actually, I'm, I'm still out there. I am still out there. I think you've got China, Russia. Now, Russia's yeah. a big monster. It's a massive... Yeah. The land mass of that is massive. You've got the West. Yeah. Behind all that, behind even China, China's not balanced, not safe either. No. No. Behind this, there's more. There's a darker hole somewhere. And there's a darker network that sits somewhere. People can call it a conspiracy theory or whatever. But I still think that as much as anything else, you're going to get polarization first. But somebody's got to crumble to create that polar polarization because nobody is going to push it too far. No. There's How too many There's too yeah. many answers. There's too many moves. There's too many rocks being moved on this board as a ready well, answer. They're in a position now where they have to move. They don't have a choice. Yeah, but you talk about they. Yeah. But you're but 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 your back door's you I mean. shitty as well. I'll tell you who they is, if it hasn't been clear by now. It's the international communist movement. That's who they are. That's well, the that's the red I, herring. I, I, that's I the big what, elephant I, I, in the room. Nobody wants to yeah, admit. Okay. You want to call it the international communist movement. Yeah. I think personally, the mix between the capitalist state and the communist state has birthed its own little monster over the years. Well, that's from... Because communism stupidity. does not work without capitalism because they are all capitalisms, any capitalists anyway. Everyone that's come into power within that structure is a self-feeding git. Well, that's only because they're stupid enough to... Well, they're smart enough to get our stupid people to actually invest with them. That's the only reason. But it doesn't... No, no communist structure could uh, maintain itself. That's all true. All it's done is... Uh, all, all, it's, all it does, and it only lasts for so many years because you have a form of capitalist structure, self-serving capitalist structure that lies to its people, and that's all it's actually, ever done. So actually, you have to find you have to find a morph point between the two, and well, that's been going on for a long time. That's actually it, it's interesting you bring that up because that's actually where you enter people like Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab promotes what stakeholder capitalism, right? Okay, so what, if we break down stakeholder capitalism, we, we, we just strip it out. We look at it at its bare bones. What is it? It's a socialist a capitalist economy. Well, it is a lie, but it's a socialist capitalist economy that you're talking about. Yeah. This is what China does now. 
is stakeholder capitalism. They have the capitalist part of it. However, behind the capitalist part of it, there is it's like a Politburo board that makes all the decisions and the political decisions for that company. This is why none of it ever works. Yeah, so you end up with stakeholder it, capitalism. Hive humans humans cannot exist forever within this hive type community. Because that's what China is. I'm aware. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah, I know. So but you. this is what they want. But the yeah, but this is, is what they want for the world. But I, I, I hear people saying communism or whatever, but it's not. It's not a brand of. That's just headings and that they want to give little puppets to off you go and call it socialism. Call it f- communism. Call it capitalism pigs. Call it this. Call it that. Keep all these headings going. No point. But it's no point. Call it what it is. Some greedy bastards that don't care about others. So you're saying there's no political motivation behind it? What is political motivation? Power. When it becomes self. It's power. just a power grab. That's not political. That's just self-serving greedy bastards. Then it's not capitalist either. No, it isn't. That's what I say. It's a yeah. morphed system. It's got to the point where they believe that this system can shrink to that and they can take over. But the point is, it's got to... It's it's not ready. The, the tune's been called too early. And it's got to... I think we're at a crossroads where this is going to really... I don't really know which way it's going to... either going to explode and the, the people are going to do something or other. But it's going to be a bit of a rocky one. I, I think it's going to... You're going to see the Chinese economy collapse. I think that's what we're going well, to see. Well, it's not doing very good. No. And no, talking about... The, oh, yeah. China still hasn't... You, you know, you're talking about um, Avogad and um, the Hong Evergrande Kong and Country Garden, yeah. 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 The, the Hong Kong um, court deciding you've got to be yeah. disbanded. Yeah, Evergreen has to look. The mainland that. hasn't agreed to that yet. Of course they have. I think Hong, yeah, I know. Hong Kong Hong Kong did it basically because Evergarde or Ever... Yeah, Evergrande, isn't it? That they actually... Because they were on the Hong Kong market, Hong Kong decided enough, see enough, you're going to have to be disbanded by our laws. Most of uh-huh. the money for it and the ghost city and everything else is on mainland China. And mainland China has to agree with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And until then, they'll list it on the Shanghai Index, I bet. Well, this is it. Yeah. But Hong Kong's done that because it doesn't want that, that muck on its own. But um, yeah, I was looking into that and I was seeing where I could go because because it was listed at Hong Kong, but no, it's not. And they said there was $300 billion. I'm not sure whether it's a bit more than that. Actually, oh, I'm going to go. It's day. higher than that. I'm, 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 yeah. If I'm a betting man and I don't gamble, but uh, I'm going to say it's higher than that. Yeah. Um, what did China do? Oh, yeah. After Hong Kong did that, China has created new security legislation to target acts of business espionage. Chinese security re- recently targeted foreign businesses uh, over transmission of intelligence data and sensitive information. Raids were on the U.S. consultancies, uh, Bon and Company and Mintz, M-I-N-T-Z, and a network provider called Capvision. So China's putting the th- thumbscrews on. They're trying to get a tighter hold on Hong Kong, aren't they? So um, you do I, this, you do, do this, not, we do something. Do they hmm? not already have Hong Kong, though? I mean, they... Yeah, but they still... It's... it's it's Yes, they do have Hong Kong, but... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a take total a, take thing a, yet. To fully yeah. run in and take a stranglehold, they tend to lose more than not. Well, they're going to have to, to, to fully do what you're talking point, about. it's a massive trading point, isn't it? 
It is, yeah. To, to fully do what you're talking about, they're going to have to move all of their equipment across the Shenzhen Bridge, which oddly enough, when they built that bridge, they built it just wide enough to get their military armored vehicles across it. Oh, what? <laughs> but they said, you know what? No, it's not for that. Not for that. And the agreement that China had with you guys when you guys turned it over, which you never should have done. It's not your fault, but I'm, yeah, never should have turned that over. But funny what happened in the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. The agreement they made as part of the uh, the deal with the British was they were not to go into Hong Kong until 2050. That was the agreement. They were yeah. not to go in there. Hong Kong was to remain autonomous until 2050. China broke that deal. Oh, yeah. And guess what? When you dig into this and you look around to see what other little things China's done, they spoke up last week about a British consultant who disappeared in 2018. He got sentenced in 2022 for five years. In China? For legally, for legally supplying intelligence to overseas parties. It, was, he in Ch- was, it, was he arrested and, and charged in China is what I'm asking? He's, he's locked up in China. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. So I, yeah. that's why I'm asking. No, he's locked up. He's, he's out of it. So they spoke up about that. But yeah, they're still waiting for approval for Evergrande. I think that China's just going to play its own stupid game. Well, that doesn't that doesn't negate the six point three trillion that their stock market has lost. Yeah, well, they're welcome to lose some more. Oh, and they're going we, to. Yeah, they are. They are. They're not in a good place. No, and they've got a, they've coming. got a lot of malinvestments in in their real estate, as we're talking about with with that. And those are just two of their biggest developers, uh, Evergrande and Country Garden. Their banking system is a house of cards. Their energy sector is not doing well either. All right, they they stand to lose. Well, China has been at the moment just the like biggest Russia, problem. They, the, they've the, been the biggest decoupled. problem they've got because I know you can push people so far or whatever, but I tell you what, it wouldn't take much for. Something, because if they went on a war footing, I am not too sure whether their back door would get kicked in by their own people in some respect. Well, that's the other problem they're going to run into is that right there is they're going to have to deal with civil unrest at home. So they're going to have to move. Uh, again, whatever has happened behind the scenes to to start all this, I don't know. Honestly, I, I do not know if it was... You can slap your children China's- for so long without them growing up to about 18 and punching in the face. That's true, but I don't know to the initial point of it to, to as to how it started. I don't know if the damage that has been done to their economy was self-inflicted or if it's what we've done to decouple them from the international market. I don't know. It's too, it's too twisted. Yeah. To actually follow the financial way. Uh, the numbers never add up. The numbers stopped adding up when we went into the millennium. The numbers don't make the actual, I mean, People talk about GDP this, GDP that. We make so many trillions this, whatever. It's crap because it's got exponentially more and more and more. It's No, the countries aren't turning over that sort of money. The debt in this world, the bubbles of debt on uh, movable debt and permanent debt are beyond anything. It's, it, it, it's, it's not collectible. You can't actually make it. The whole world can't make enough to pay it off. It's all this transitional debt. It is just ridiculous. And that is why they want to digitize everything. And that, that is, can't be allowed. Cannot be allowed. Who got robbed the other day? Um, I think every Westerner. Elon Musk. Did he get robbed? Well, sort of. How much did he lose? Well, it's not that. I mean, he's a bit upset because back in, um, what year was it? 20, remember the early days with the Tesla board? Yeah. I think when they were worth about, ooh, 59 billion, the board of directors of Tesla 
said to Elon Musk that if you, over so many years, get this company through the 650 billion mark, you stand to gain 55 billion for doing it. Interesting. It's already been up to 1 trillion and coming back down again, didn't it? Well, apparently, a court in... So, of course, shareholders, somebody in the shareholders decided they're going to sue Tesla if they do this. So a court justice in Delaware oh, went, well, that's a bad decision. You're not entitled to that. That's corporate injustice. So he's been told he's not entitled to the $55 billion he was promised. Well, that's okay. Uncle Sam will get good use out of that. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but this is <laughs> yes and no. I mean, if, somebody, if your company's worth $59 billion, somebody comes up with this figure of, well, if you make this company worth more than $650 billion in X amount of years, this is your paycheck. That'd be a tax credit, yeah. And then you work your bollocks off and get it there and then get told, oh, that was a bit of a corporate mistake. I think they overdid it there. You're not entitled to it. Would you be upset? I would be telling them they're not. I think he's one. fuming a bit. Yeah. Oh, I think so too, yeah. Because I think he's already thinking of going, okay, then I might just start splitting up my um, AI side of the companies and my um, neuro stuff away from the EV now or whatever. Because the because the thing was, I mean, it wasn't that long ago where he went, okay, we need to push this AI stuff because the, he started to see the future of his of the EV as automated robotic cars. You know, I mean, taxis. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was also getting um, subsidies uh, from that as well. So there, there were a lot of subsidy programs that were coming down from. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, pushing them whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, it has grown. But I mean, yeah, I think he's a bit upset, rightly or wrongly. Some people say, oh, nobody should be given that. But if you take the number of billion away and you say, well, okay, turn my 59 pounds into 650, I will give you 55 quid. So yeah. if I gave you 59 quid, went, turn that into 650 for me, I'll give you 55 quid. I would be turning that into whatever, yeah, 650, and then I would be expecting yeah. my payoff. Well, yeah, that's just without the zeros. Right. I'd be and when you add all payoff. them zeros to it, that's exponentially a lot of... The company's made a hell of a lot more. Yeah, well, that could have been a nice, um, could have been some nice expansions or maybe bump in salary for people, that, that kind of stuff. You could have hired more people. But e either way, if you've done the job and you've done the agreement, I mean, don't get me wrong, corporations, this is what gets me. The banks have been doing this for how long? The um, commissions better part they of get? Century. Yeah, better part yeah, of the century. Commissions, how much money, how many, how many businesses? especially the energy businesses. It's like I told you uh, the other day. How can the, um, was it the South Southwest Water Company in the UK, I think it's called Pennon, they, they, all those energy firms, water firms, everything, they all file a zero tax profit at the end of the year. And yet they can up the dividends to shareholders by 10%. Google's been doing that for years. Yeah, but this is so it. Is zero tax profit, yet you can up the dividends by X amount. That in itself, it just shows you what's not working. You know what I mean? I do, yes. It's all about grab for money. And he's been screwed over by people who just want to grab for money. It's a soulless thing, isn't it, really, if you think about it? Well, it sounds like stakeholder Money's a capitalism. good tool. Money's a good tool. But when you let it, like all things, when you actually don't use the tool correctly, you can get it to it can take over your life. It can take over the way you think. It can actually change you. There you go. Right. Um, yeah, so that's... Elon, he's got a mess to sort out there. 
I'm still out on Elon. I don't exactly know how he's, how he's doing things or whatever. Oh, yeah. What was I just see the other day? Oh, the US were thinking about um, using Starship. Once it gets going into orbit, being able to move around that, but using it as a fast vehicle for deployment around the world. Um, Musk, I think, has been... He's been championing that concept for quite some time. It's an or uh, as like an orbital uh, glide vehicle, so we can basically jump from one side of the world to the other in minutes, as opposed to hours. Yeah, and they're thinking of using the actual Starship up and just boom over the other side. I mean, it works, right? Hmm? Yeah. I mean, you're not talking about but, uh, taking long range trips in it. They're actually um, we're talking about it officially the other day. I'm assuming they're looking at this for military use, for deployment, yeah. like troop deployments. Okay, yeah. Whatever. It's U.S. government. They can do what they want. Yeah, they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can yeah. transport... Um, oh, vaccines. by the way. But, yeah, vaccines. <laughs> and our climate czars. Yeah, we can transport them, too. Um, did, yeah, did you, to the you heard John Kerry. Yeah, you heard John Kerry has, has left, right? Oh, he's been replaced, hasn't yeah. he? Yes, he has by John Podesta. Yeah, he's, he's been replaced by him. <laughs> there's, a, there's a famous film. Have you ever seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? Yes, of course, Clint Eastwood, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. where he's where they're playing this game, right? And he, he, you know, of obviously, I'm going to go drag you in, get the bounty, and off you go. Yeah. So the ugly one's on the floor by the sheriff's station. Yeah. And one person goes in, and another different person comes and goes, "Hey, what's this?" One bastard goes in, and another bastard Just comes, comes out. out. Yeah. <laughs> That's John Kerry right. and his replacement. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but that just reminded me. No, don't apologize. I'm, I agree with you. Diesel prices. Found another thing to blame it on. Oh, my God. I think I need a cup of coffee. Are you okay? I am, yeah. Okay. I've just got a dry cough. I'm wondering if you've got in. a handful of peanuts laying there next to you. Well, don't do peanuts. I, I know. I'd have to, I, couldn't, I couldn't bear to have that on my uh, death stone. <laughs> It'd be embarrassing, to say the least. I'd rather have Marty did it. The peanut never got him, really. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, yeah, Hooty Rebels. Who's funding the Hooty Rebels? Why have they come out the woodwork just so they can actually up the prices of diesel? Who's funding them? Well, let me see. Uh, Hezbollah, and who's Hezbollah funded by? Uh, Iran, and who's Iran as a client state of Russia? Here you go. Diesel, diesel, diesel. Prices, prices. Well, it actually rush. It works in Russia's favor. If you if you look at it in those terms, it works in their favor because that allows them to export diesel at a higher price. Why? And yet, there's a t world tariff on that. The West can still buy Russian fuel, gas, whatever, as long as it's below a certain price. Well, the, yeah, but it also has to go through an intermediary. They can't do it directly because of the sanctions, so they have to do it through another country. I don't care. I don't care how the hypocrisy is. I understand, but it's yeah. they, they work around it every time. Though. West, East, whatever, there's just a certain level of... It's like standing on the ground and just looking up at one bunch of arseholes that are ready to shit on you. That is where the people are at the moment. Talking of arseholes, you, the UN... RWA and what do they do? I've not heard of this group. What what do they do? This this little spinoff? Oh, what do they do? This is the um, aid agency. It's the primary agency for administering aid as well as running schools and hospitals for the Palestinian refugees in the Middle East, including Gaza and the West Bank. So it's like a they have a about of like UNICEF or something. Yeah, yeah, they have about another UN agency. Thirteen thousand employees in Gaza alone. And 30,000 staff overall. Another bureaucratic sinkhole. I'd hate to think the cost of that. I was getting ready to ask, how much does it cost? And the UK and Germany and other nations suspended funding to them over 
the previous weekend. Okay. So where's the U.S.? Where, you know why? Go on. Twelve employees of this agency, right, were found to have played a part in the October the 7th raid from kidnapping women to fighting. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Marty said something to me uh, similar to this, and I'll, I'll, I'll have to go back and I'll have to dig these out. But Bruce and I were looking at some video of the October 7th, which oddly enough, October 7th, you know what's interesting about that day? It's Putin's birthday. It comes what? It's Putin's birthday, October 7th. It's just a, it could just be a coincidence. I don't know. But anyway. Which one? He's 81st. Has he got to be 81st yet? <laughs> he won't be until his, uh, his last... 35-year stint in office when if he wins re-election. So that, yeah, possibly. But uh, beside the point, if you watch some of the videos that were put out by Hamas that day, or, or that week rather, of them breaching certain points on that border, you can clearly hear in the video, in, in a lot of these things, you can clearly hear somebody in English and you can tell that it's it's somebody that doesn't, at least from the way they're talking, you can hear them. They don't have much of an accent other than say like, you know, British accent or something like that. But you can hear them clearly saying in English, get back, it's going to blow, get back. So we know mm-hmm. that there were native English speakers there, but we just don't know who they were or in what positions they were holding. Well, it, it started to come out because obviously there were bodies there were IDs in certain places where they shouldn't be. Yeah. And there was obviously footage and stuff. So they investigated. None of these 12, right, names that have come out of the hat worked as teachers, apparently. Yeah, nice. There's 190 also um, employees of the UN and the agency are known to be militant activists of Hamas or the Palestinian Islamic Jihad group. The UN, apart from being a sinkhole for money and actually doesn't do anything and then create nausea, yeah? Uh, if this is a number that's coming out straight out of the hat a week ago, how many do you think the real figure is? I'm going to go with at least triple that. In my ge- in my best guess, I'm going to say it's at least triple Out that. of 13,000 employees in Gaza? Um, okay, wow. Uh, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll go better than that. I'll say 20%. That would be my guess. Oh, I'm just wondering. 20%. That's, I'm, I'm just wondering. Guessing. Yeah. And so basically, I mean, the funding is coming from how many different nations? Well, as many as that are, uh, as many are, yeah, exactly. are on the Security Council. And, and if it comes out from Europe, that's it. at least 27, 28 of them in it. Yeah. Then you got the US, UK, UK. Australia, New Zealand, Canada, you know. Mm. Oh, it's just a joke, isn't it? It is. Another it's a wealth transfer. It, the UN, a, a another thing. Transfer. The UN, the UN just is. needs to be. Yeah, well, it's got to go. Yeah, it's gone. Um, it's a, I've been saying it for years. It's a, it's turned into a, a good old boys club for third world dictators. That's all it is. Oh, don't say that word. What? You just triggered something. Third world or dictators or good old boys? Which one? Good old boys. You triggered something. Because there is a club called the Good Boys Club, isn't there? Yes. That's the Billionaires Club, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. You have the likes of Gates and Bezos and yeah. you know, these, these exactly. Oh, Larry Page from Google, by the way, just added another private island to his collection. I don't know if you caught that. Well, it didn't happen to be the UK, did it? <laughs> no, no. I think Branson has that one on uh, already. So, But I always keep an eye on things, or try to. And of course, since 2013, CRISPR was a big thing, wasn't it? We talked about it that was, in the yeah. early days. Yeah. Well, the, in the New England Journal of Medicine, phase one of clinical trials with, I think it was 10 patients from the UK, Netherlands, and New Zealand. Um, they suffered from something called angioedema, yeah? Which basically is hereditary angioedema. It triggers crippling bouts of swelling, which can cause breathing difficulties and even fatalities. They reckon one in 50,000 people possibly got it at some level. Right, it targets a specific gene, 
the gene produces plasma uh, precalicrine, and it's basically part of a biochemical process that causes swelling attacks. Now, they've used CRISPR to produce um, a medication for this, and they reckon there's a nine right. The group of ten patients experienced ninety-five percent reduction in attacks. They're going to now be observed for fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. This is the proper way. This is like saying we doing genetic stuff here. So basically, they are now going down the lines of we are going to be observed over fifteen years. Right. That is before phase two clinical trials, which we'll be doing later on this year. So there's a long-term thing, and they're keeping the subjects down to 10 people. They know this is genetic stuff. They want to fully do it, and they know all this long-term stuff can have an effect on who you are physically and obviously hand it down. I get that. I get that. That's a bit of a positive use, and we knew it could be used that way. Nice. But yet, mRNA, no, we're not going we're, we're to monitor anything. No, As a matter no, of fact, we're going to bury yeah, everything that, for 75 years. That's just business isn't it it's <laughs> well, <laughs> a blunt way of putting it yes but yeah you're right but my point is is that they weren't doing 15 years of observation they were trying to do 75 years of of burying it mm. well, like i said in the um pre-podcast the one thing i didn't like was when in things like financial papers they put the pandemic was seen as an opportunity to make money honest blunt so all the good boy all, all the good club should i say all these philanthropists these What's that word you like to use? Which is very true. Malthusian idealists. Yeah. <laughs> Eugenicists. Whatever yeah. else you want to throw at them. As a matter of fact, I got a couple of books right here by some neo-Malthusians. <laughs> uh, Ehrlich and uh, Holdren right here. Mm. Yeah. A good read. Oh, yeah. Good read. Real good read. I mean, their ideas of reductions range from what's Gates. Gates started at 15%. Um, yeah. Down, some people say down to 2 billion and even some say to 500 million. Some say, yeah, that's true. And then, of course, in, in the book Eco-Science, you have uh, guys like uh, Dennis Meadows. And actually, we play a small clip of him in our intro where he says, I hope it can be done in a peaceful way. And he's, <laughs> he does. I can I can pull the full clip if you want. Uh, no, you don't. You don't. Because he's just a... Th he's, these are he's, people he's, that he's, are... He's an academic yeah. cyst on the <laughs> butt of humanity. It's an interesting way to put it, but yeah. <laughs> Yes, he needs to be lanced. Sorry, I should call him a boil. He needs to be he still lanced. needs to be lanced. <laughs> yeah, get him on academic pimple popping on TV. See if somebody can lance him. Um, right, Johnny, how long have I got left? Give me a number. You have Don't about fifteen minutes. minutes. That'll do because something triggered me in one of these financial papers, just like that. I think the same was blockbuster drugs. Remember what I said about blockbuster drugs? What is a blockbuster drug? Uh, something you can pick up at a video rental store at <laughs> eight o'clock on a Friday evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get free fentanyl. Yeah, go on. Uh, blockbuster drug is a drug that surpasses the one billion milestone. So these guys are laughingly looking at it as in, let's get these vaccines out there and see who can, because there are companies like GlaxoSmithKline, GSK, who I don't think they have had one yet in a certain period of time. Um, you mean COVID, but they, they've been working. I think you said a couple of weeks ago they're doing a big one with uh, RSV, right? Yeah, and that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Fucking RSV. Um, RSV vaccines. So GlaxoSmithKline are trying to get ahead of Pfizer with this. Yeah. In their third yeah, third quarter of 2023, yeah, they made 709 million on RSV vaccines. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So, you know, when um, they put things out and they say RSV is a problem with children and this and whatever else. Well, they're not just doing the children because they classify it as the elderly and the little ones, pregnant women. They're really going for both ends of the market. So they've got over 60s and the next push will be trying to get it down to the fit over 50s. This is a nightmare because this RSV goes back they'll, a bit. They'll continue to drop the age range, though, just like they did with COVID. You remember? Right. Whether it's whether you want to see it as a tin hat or not, they say it, it's out there in some medical papers, and it's a nasty thing to look at. They reckon that this RSV has some connection to SV40 and how the original vaccine, because SV40 seems to be popping its ugly head up. SV40 is a promoter and enhancer, which was found in COVID, in a lot of the COVID stuff. And it goes as far back as polio vaccine. Now That's almost 100 original, years. Uh, the original, yeah, but look into this. Yeah, and that was a, the start runner, yeah? Yeah. That really was the start runner, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The polio, the Nobel Prize was given to um, a couple of gentlemen who used human tissue to grow the polio virus and work on it, yeah? And they got the Nobel Prize for that. And they said the world can have it. So what what came next? A bloke called Salk, yeah, realised that he could grow polio vaccine faster on monkey tissue. Okay. And that was used, and the product from that was used in the polio vaccines. So why? Which he cut corners, because it was a cheaper way of doing it. So he went away from human tissues to monkey tissues. And that is, I mean, and you give it, whoa, yeah? So with this RSV, right, obviously the F FDA approved the Pfizer one in the 21st of August, 2023, right? Called Abrysvo, A-B-R-Y-S-V-O. Now, even on their papers, it says there's a risk of preterm birth if given to pregnant women. So why has the FDA approved it to be given to pregnant women? Uh, because we don't care about the uh, infant inside the womb any longer. That's why. Or, or the mother carrying the child. Right. Two days later, on the 23rd, EU-wide marketing author authorization for 60s and over, right? And pregnant women. November, our own MHRA approval in the UK, pregnant women and over 75s. Canada had to come on board. <laughs> Health Canada approval of 60 years plus and pregnant women. We've never authorized vaccines for pregnant women until now. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. And it's literally on this, the advice that there's a pre-term yeah, yeah. chance, this, a risk of pre-term birth. If this is not proof of medical, like intentional malintent, then I don't know what it is. Yeah. And on the 17th of January, GlaxoSmithKline with theirs, which is called a RexV, the TGA approval, which is Australia, have started at the 60s plus, right? Now... Oh, I'll tell you what, um, I just don't know where to go with this. But the thing was, when you found out, so you go all the way back to the beginning, yeah? And you know where I'm going to end up with if we're going to talk about... The, because I want to talk about vaccines. You see, the polio vaccine being one of the first things, right? The thing is about this vaccine and about the early vaccines, the one thing they did prove was that they weren't as curative of what people thought when they were investigated. It was only when you changed the sanitary conditions of how people lived and how the hospitals were, that it seemed to disappear. Now, there is actually a, 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 what they call a May, May, the Mayo Clinic, which specializes in polio, yeah? And 
in the polio virus that are four stages yeah and if you look into it you've got the asymptomatic stage that basically happens to about 70 percent of people you me everybody yeah 70 percent of people many experience this and never even know they've had the virus and guess what you get natural immunity for life yes mike dr mike yaden talked about that yeah the abortive stage this happens up to about 24 percent of the time which is flu-like symptoms it's funny how no matter what you get out there viruses they always talk about flu-like things so you get flu-like symptoms no paralysis will manifest and again you get naturally you you get immunity for life now we're up to 94 percent of the world population now that can come across it non-paralytic happens to one to five percent which has severe symptoms it's aseptic meningitis other symptoms it's like muscle pain stiffness lasts for about 10 days but once again you climb out the other side you get lifelong immunity now we're up to somewhere around about 99 percent, and so far no debilitating problems the no. paralytic no. which is rare less than one percent happens to people who are usually immunocompromised although some paralytic instances can resolve themselves over time so this is less than one percent and this was proven once they started to look at the sanitary side of stuff. And this comes out from a clinic who specializes in it. And this is what they put out there. So why push a vaccine that can make you possibly susceptible to it? This is what they found. You can become susceptible to it, right? Communicable disease, route of transmission. Do you know what the route of transmission for polio is? Oral? Uh, it's, it's oral. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's, uh, it's or oral yeah. fecal, yeah. right? It must be ingested. So oral, that's saliva and stuff. Oral fecal means contaminated food or water. Yeah. So it yeah. has to be ingested. So basically, it's got to somehow then get into your bloodstream, right? This will happen if, like, it goes into your stomach and you get, like, your epithelial cells, the lining of the gut. These will happen if the cells are copied into the bloodstream or into your lymphs which are like the ones that look after you and stuff like that. If they make it to the cells of the nervous system, so they've got to get through your gut world and copied into your bloodstream, then get to your nervous system, which is rare. This is destruction of your motor nervous system, motor neurons happen after that. And yet they're still pushing this crap. Also, which means how has the vaccine need to be taken? They used to give it on a sugar lump, didn't they? They did, yeah. The, the polio vaccine yeah. used to be given. So polio. depending on how it is, whether you get a viral overload and then that you could recreate a negative yourself, yeah, and you become openly susceptible. So if you had a polio vaccine which was injectable, it's pointless. It's not going to work. This is even in the medical paperwork. It's out there. And then you get to people like Mr. Gates. I'd love to find him at the end of this. In 1988, he come up with... now. In 1998, 1988, he must have been so fully aware of this information that's out there. And yet he came up with the Global Polio Eradication Initiative, which was obviously funded or pledged billions of dollars by the Bill and Melinda. Bill and Gates yes, Foundation. Melinda, your name's in there. Yeah. Of course it is. So it was supposed to eradicate polio by the year 2000. So where there was no need, this was an awesome trial run for a vaccine. And you know where it ended up, don't you? By the year 2000, this was supposed to be wiped it all out. But from 2000 to 2017, still millions of children were subjugated to this oral polio vaccine. What were the results? Because you know where he did it. 
Africa. India? India. Oh, oh goodness. Uh, Remember, he's not liked there, is he? He is not. No, as a matter of fact, the Indians actually have a warrant for his arrest. And mm-hmm. there is a court case pending. If That's why Bill will never go to India, because if his plane touches because down on the tarmac, he will be clapped in irons. Yeah. Basically, now there's no set numbers, but there's a basic consensus of hundreds of thousands of children are paralyzed to the vaccine-induced polio. So whereas normally there's less than 1% chance if you just strut about and live life normally, what sort of numbers are hundreds of thousands of children less than 1% of? You know what I mean? That's disgusting. It is. It's a brilliant example of induced susceptibility of vaccines. And that is what vaccines do because simple virology, the viruses mutate. So if you create a vaccine for a virus that you know of, it's going to not work on the mutated vaccine as such. It can make you susceptible to the virus and it can make your system go into overdrive against a new one. And this mRNA stuff seems to just create, funnily enough, immunocompromisation, doesn't it? I think it creates a whole hell of a lot more than that, my friend. Oh, well, we know that. So that is from the early days, right in the beginning. Um, and that approval that's come out, and it's so readily gone out there for the RSV, it's a joke. If you actually look into RSV and what it actually is, there is no need for this vaccine, and it's just going to make you compromised as it is. And by the way, the polio vaccine at the SV40 promoter and enhancer was what Salk started with. The history is just uh, its just mental. I mean, you go all the way back and it's like open deniability. There's no evidence for this. And not until the 90s that the cancer research, even when the cancer research people got into it, they actually find that there are the footprint of this SV40 is cancerous. You see, the thing is, they said the um, SV40 is cancer, caused cancer within animals, but it doesn't in humans. And yet, even in the 90s and so forth, they found out this SV40 um, is now being found on children's tumor cells in the brain and everywhere else. This little monkey footprint is out there. If you can actually grow a virus on human cells, just because you can grow it on an animal tissue faster that is stupid we are genetically different and it's not good so that was the backward step and i would really hate to see what that has caused genetically over decades well we're about to see the uh i think we're about to see the 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 fallout of what's to come in a sense with this well it's just so bad science isn't it you dig into these and one thing after another it's where how they create these vaccines and we just if you want if It's got to be worked on human cells alone and proved on human cells. All these clinical trials. Otherwise, you will not truly know. Yeah? These multiple side effects and everything else. The genetic difference between everything in this world is not that great. And yet, a slight difference can make a massive difference. And it seems to be nothing but carcinogenic problems. No, you should not be toying with the genetic makeup of things because if you change one thing that can change 50 others oh it's a domino effect isn't it you just don't know what's going to happen yeah well it's 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 like yeah it's just like any kind of coding genetic coding is no different it's any kind of uh, like a line you change one line of code in a program somewhere it could crash the entire thing oh yeah 
It's a conversation. It's Chinese whispers. You don't know what's going to happen at the end of that after so many people or whatever the story, the end story. Uh-huh. Yeah, Chinese it is whispers, just, Chinese it's, it's incredible. The misuse, the, the lack of common sense, because you're messing with the race. You're messing with the race, including your own offspring. You have any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a dark hole. But yeah, people, look into things. Just look into things before you just let those people you believe are trustworthy ask questions. Yeah, because you're not just a responsibility for yourself, it's responsibility for others too. We all want our kids to grow up healthy. Even, even oh, I've said it before, even if, oh, well, I've done it now, it's not the attitude, oh, well, you know about it now, and what is the way forward? Yeah, and that's simple. Just stay in good health. Um, I've got a bit of a tickle of a cough at the moment, which is very annoying, but I think a lot of people have got that. Something's buzzing around. But, um, yeah, Marmite and black coffee. Good Don't forget hot cross buns and a jab. Hot cross buns with cheese and Marmite. Well, if, if you need the hot cross buns and the store's out of them, you can go down to the local vaccination clinic and you can get one. <laughs> I'll take the trip to Australia and get a free packet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, And a booster. Yeah, you get a free booster with it. All right. For those of you who are interested in supporting us, you can do so by clicking the link in the program description down below. It will take you over to our subscription page where you can become one of our paid subscribers and or contribute a small donation to us. Thank you very much. That'll do it for us for today, my friend. It's been an absolute pleasure. I will see you next week. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening. Good night, all.